Hello everyone, welcome back to Dr. D's Social Network. Really enjoying doing these solo cast episodes. You know, I love interviewing people and really having discussions and just forming meaningful relationships. But sometimes it's good to just get on and throw a quick five, ten minutes in here and discuss different topics that just kind of organically come to me uh, throughout just living. And one I think is really relevant to our times, which is, you know, misinformation. I was recently um, conducting a presentation for IDEA, uh, IDEA's World Convention, uh, which was last weekend. Really amazing gathering of fitness professionals and people who love fitness and wellness. And a lot of the topics uh, were based off of technology and fitness and wellness. And it makes a lot of sense because as gyms were closed during uh, the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of my colleagues had to move into the uh, technology space, particularly virtual fitness, uh, forced into it because of financial reasons. They keep being in the business. And at one point during the conversation, we started discussing uh, misinformation and influencers and how you know, people who are very credible in the industry, have a lot of education, experience, a lot of know-how, um, need to be at the forefront of continuing to uh, push health and wellness for our people. And in that part of the discussion, we really dove into kind of misinformation and fitness. And I surmise that fitness uh, has actually had a head start in misinformation. And, and society. I mean, we basically have always been dealing with misinformation related to health and wellness. I mean, health and wellness has suffered from the snake oil salesman for what seems like forever, you know, people's desires to get well and to do it quickly through um, a variety of quackery. Uh, we have essentially led the world in quackery throughout the years. And so this is nothing new to us, the spread of misinformation, quackery, false things for that. And so we're, in many ways, the fitness industry is well equipped to understand, not necessarily deal with, but understand the idea of uh, misinformation and quackery-based information for that. And to that, I say that it's more important than ever to trust the experts in whatever field that you're in. I think we have this convoluted idea that because we have the internet, because you can Google search something, that you yourself are a de facto expert. Well, just because you look something up and you read up about it doesn't make you knowledgeable uh, about the information. It means you read up on it, but it doesn't mean that you can actually go out and understand the true mechanisms related to whatever information uh, that you're trying to receive. Well, case in point, many people do this with health issues. They think something's going on, they try to diagnose their own symptoms, and they think, I think I may have this. Okay, well, you, maybe you do, and you might get lucky and, and actually figure out that the thing you have is that. However, most of the time it's false. And a lot of medicine is deducing symptoms and different diseases and disease states for that. And so it's very interesting that we are fearing very powerful in the knowledge that we have because of the internet. The internet does not make you smart. It does not give you practical experience 
to know what's going on. You haven't done the reps. And I think that's one of the biggest parts of misinformation and quackery uh, for citizens is that they haven't done the reps. They've read something and all of a sudden they believe they're experts in it or now they know information. We have a real problem with technology literacy uh, in general. Uh, we have a real problem with research literacy. Now you can find research articles in fitness and health and wellness or anything, epidemiology, whatever it is, you can find research on it. Doesn't mean you know what that research means. And if you read an article that has an excerpt from a research study, doesn't mean you don't know if that research study was basically cherry-picked and certain parts were out of context. We have a real issue with technology literacy and literacy in many areas of life. But in order to understand research, if you're going to use that as your basis for understanding something, you actually need to know how to read research studies, what's a good research study, what's the methodology, what were the, what's the discussion points, how many people are in the sample size for that, is it a peer-reviewed study, is it a meta-analysis, a collection of studies, how long was the study conducted, who funded the study, you have to take a deep dive. You cannot just read the headlines. Most quackery and misinformation is banking on the fact that you won't dive deeper into the issue and really read about it, or that you really won't consult people who have done these jobs or have done the research over the course of their lifetime. You really don't know something unless you take a deep dive into it and then you get the experience over and over doing the reps of that particular thing. I love things related to technology and I've spent a fair amount of time researching and looking into things like quantum computing, quantum entanglement, things of that nature. I know a decent amount about it, but it's not something that I'm studying all the time. I don't know the ins and outs of qubits completely and electronic decoherence. I know some of the terms, but I would never assume that I would go into a conversation and can spar with somebody who's done their life work with this and knows way more about the theory and all these things and putting it into play potentially and testing it. Why would I do that? I don't have that expertise for that. I haven't done the reps to know that. So trust your experts. Trust the people who have spent their life, devoted their life to these things. And also, not just devoted their life to the academic aspect of it, but have devoted their time to the actual practical application. I think that's another thing that we really need to be wary of. If it's just academics and research with your information, and you're talking to somebody who just has that side of the equation, that's also not going to be your best answer. But also somebody's just in the practical aspect of us, in the business of something, and they don't know the academic and the research-based information for it, that's also not good. You want to have both sides of the equation, the practical application plus knowing the research, how to read the research effectively, who is the conduit of that research. Again, we're in a society where Fitness quackery, and, sp and specifically in this, we're very well informed of this. It has gone from late-night infomercial to influencers. That's what it's gone to. You just have to know that the game is the same, but it's been changed in many ways. 
how the outlet the outlet has been different, but the game is the same. So misinformation will probably always be around and many ways can be exacerbated because of the internet. That doesn't make the internet evil. It just makes it another challenge for understanding and getting deeper into what is actually the truth of things. So it's really important to know who you're talking to, know what they're about, understanding the information, getting real literacy and understanding the information that is being provided to you. If you're being sent a message via text from a friend about an article, you should be skeptical of that article on some level. If that is telling you, hey, this is what's happening, dive deeper into the article. If it's listing research to provide ammunition for uh, that being right, what is that research? Try to better understand how was that research conducted? Who conducted the research? Who funded the research? What were the results? What was the methodology? If you don't know what statistical analysis is and how a person came to that, you're going to have trouble actually knowing what the results of the study are. Was it uh, an N of one study? Was it quantitative? Was it qualitative? Was there social validation? If these words sound foreign to you and you're going around telling people about research, you're going to need to rethink what you're telling people. Understand, have some literacy related to research and information. Misinformation spreads much quicker than actual real information that is truthful. So we have to be very guarded about that. Again, the fitness industry is actually really primed to be the leaders in understanding this and doing something about it because we've been dealing with fitness quackery forever. And unfortunately, a lot of uh, the popularity of our business is through influencer or the, or the old school late night infomercial stuff. Why are we pulled towards that? Why are we pulled towards that? And it's a larger question for all things. But overall, trust your experts. Get to know your experts. Reach out to them. Many of them are, are willing to have discussions with you, but you have to have the discussion. That's really important. So thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of this. And please, as you're scrolling uh, you know, through the internet, looking up articles, finding information, take some of the nuggets from this talk here and apply it. Thanks for your time, everyone.